Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. NFL fans, are you hungry for a big win this week? If your team's playing poorly, I bet you really are. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered even when your team doesn't. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, it's that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook. Customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Those are fun. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more you can win. DraftKings is also safe, secure, and reliable. Even when your favorite team is none of those things. None. Why is it safe, secure, and reliable? Well, you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. You'd Code DNVR and bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win. With promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. you got to be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, I was at the game, Will. I was there live in person. All I got was, well, this incredible hat (laughs) that I think actually makes me look much older than I am. But it's a good hat. It's a nice hat. It's a a great looking hat. It's a nice hat. Uh, And after I left the game, I thought about this long and hard. I thought, how do I sum up this football game the Broncos prospects for the rest of the season. And on the drive home, it hit me. They fucking suck. They suck, Will. They suck. And they're lucky my baby's sleeping because (laughs) I am holding back right now, Will. Welcome to That's Good Broncos. Podcast, post-game, recap, Denver Falls to the Raiders, 3-3. Three and three. T- three straight losses after three straight wins. A lot to talk about today. A lot. And I don't even want to do it. I'm a little sunburnt, so you can tell my voice is shot. My precious, precious voice will. But today's episode is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up over there with the great folks of DraftKings. Uh, Give them all your money. Just use that code so that you get a discount. And my coffee company, BenchWarmerBrew.com, which I could have used during the game today, Will, because I felt like I wanted to fall asleep. Boring game. Not if you're Raiders. I don't know if it, was, it was like a um it was a boring game on offense. Oh it was God. until, you know, uh, like last week, until the fourth quarter when they decide to open things up, which is awesome. Um, but you know, your thesis for the game is that we sucked. The fuck it sucked. I, I certainly agree. I'm not gonna disagree with you there. And I want big... the radio to drop that sound bite. <laughs> Fucking sucked. Um my big takeaway was that 
the Broncos did the impossible and they got out coached by a team with, with no, no coaches, coach, which uh, <clears throat> it's, you know, on one hand, unbelievable. And on the other hand, uh, very predictable. And on the third hand, it should probably cost someone their job. I, you know, us, we don't like to talk about other men's jobs. No, because uh, you and I, you know, these people got families. Really call this a job, you know. We get it. Well, we do, but um, yeah. <laughs> they should probably try to uh, fire try us. To find a job with another team is what we're saying. Yeah, I don't know if any changes are happening now, but certainly after the season, you can bank. Well, well look, well, it, it, I will say this: it is a long season. We always try to keep that perspective that. Anything can happen through the course of a season. Yes. And that might be true. But based on today and the last three games, doesn't feel like the Broncos are going to win many more games unless they play some dog shit teams. They got to play the worst teams in the league. And I mean that in the most literal sense you can imagine. The teams with literally the worst records, and they'll get some more wins. Because <laughs> mm. it feels exactly like all of the last few years. 2020, 2019, uh, 2018, 2017. Yeah. 2016 was a little different. The rest of those... <clears throat> 2016 sounds um, like just a, a miracle year gifted to us from God and we still only went nine and seven. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I, was, I was thinking like this team would probably be better off if Gary Kubiak was still the head coach. Um, yeah. Also though, I think like we know why Kubiak left. There's a multitude of reasons. Um, because but I feel like Lynch killed him almost. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and I feel like Teddy would be all right with Kubiak. Um, Simeon, I think, might have just not been. He played his best when Kubiak was there, but like if the Broncos had Teddy then, then they might be all right. And that said, I thought Teddy struggled a lot today. He was under pressure a lot. I think I saw Ryan Green said he was hit 17 times today. 17 times, yeah. And I 17. think the, the Broncos delivered two quarterback hits on yeah. Derek Carr. Yeah, it's like everything's going wrong. And we want to blame Fangio. You want to blame Shermer. You want to blame Tom McMahon. Yes, Nobody really yeah, wants to blame yeah. Ed, Ed Donatel because we don't know what the fuck he actually does. I'm like, not sure I much, know what he looks like. Yeah, is he an yeah. actual defensive coordinator? Like, we don't know. <laughs> I do know that the defense doesn't do anything dynamic. The secondary got torched today. Uh, the pass rush is a myth. The skill players at the wide receiver positions do not deliver on a constant basis. Teddy probably missed some opportunities in addition, you know, to the the turnover turnovers or whatever. Like I, I was like watching the game up up high. You get a little bit of uh, you know, you get a better perspective. You can see when when guys are open that yeah, you, you get the all twenty two. Yeah, and there was there was a couple times where I was like, oh fuck, Teddy's got this guy. He's got this guy, and then it's not going to that guy. And sometimes it was Teddy just didn't see him. Like he was past that part of the progression or the pressure was there, you know, but <clears throat> it's just a bad game all, all around. <laughs> Let me tell you, man, this is a good game. Let me tell you this, man. Good game, yeah, man. It, it was the Broncos and Raiders both needed this win. So I think people believing that the Raiders were going to be an easy game that was misleading. Um, but I thought the Broncos had all of the other advantages heading into it, obviously. Yes. <laughs> obviously, their coach didn't have to resign in shame this week. Their coach, yeah, they gave a 10 That's for us to do team. next week. What's that? I said, that's that's for us to do next week. <laughs> Our Although, coach like, will resign gonna have to, in shame next week. 
they're gonna have to like because he doesn't clearly he doesn't use email fig fangio no they're gonna have to find something that he like wrote in a high school yearbook back in you know 1958 or whatever if they really want to get him canceled <laughs> that's the only oh. way to do it look at what Vic Fangio said about this guy in his summer coming up. F. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I've got some. I actually ran into a friend of mine at the game today. Uh huh. Childhood friend Andy Watts. Shout out Pueblo, led, led, led East High School to the state championship as their head coach. Maybe we should get Andy. Maybe we should get Andy. But speaking like I, I wrote some really stupid shit in his yearbook, and his parents called me out on it uh, <laughs> after I did so, and uh, super embarrassed about that. You also told me about that off air. <laughs> yeah, it was probably just like some, uh, like I don't know, it was probably thirteen or four. No, I mean, it was like fourteen or fifteen. It was probably you, like thanks for sucking him, my uh... dick this year all, all year long or some shit like that's okay that that stuff that you know it's definitely like thanks for letting me or you or do something incredibly you know perverted at least you didn't call him an uh you know clueless <clears throat> football yeah such and such that's the real tragedy is the broncos let uh racism misogyny and homophobia win today yeah, yeah. They Sometimes didn't have to stop man. any of those this is not that issues. Bad. Also, it was a shame that, you know, this was Mike Shanahan's Hall, and, Hall of Fame oh. induction day. Come on. And he went he went 21 and 7 against the Raiders, and, and this is how we how you repay him? him? That's embarrassing. Poor Mike Shanahan. He has to wait this long to get into the ring of fame in the first place because some bullshit relationship stuff with Joe Ellis or some other dumb shit. And then the Broncos just tank. And the final score makes the game look like, you know, respectable. That's Yeah, I was almost like pissed off that they started scoring at the end. They get in those garbage time touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't, I didn't want it to look respectable. Like I wanted this game to be like 31 to 10, like it was heading into the fourth quarter. I felt like that was representative of what the game felt like to everybody watching. It was pain. It was it was pain. It was frustration. It was how the hell do you leave Henry Ruggs so wide open? It's how how did Brian Edwards come down with this one handed catch? Why did Teddy Bridgewater throw it right to their seventh string defensive back? Uh, so on and so forth. Yeah, here's a couple things that are really telling. All right, your two sacks in this game for the Broncos come from Kareem Jackson and Bryce Callahan. You're having to get pressure on your opposing quarterbacks with your safety and your corner. And let me tell you, you don't want Bryce Callahan not covering because nobody else can do it. Uh, (laughs) Like maybe Callahan gave up a touchdown today. I can't remember, but um, early on, I felt like our description of Bryce Callahan in the prediction episode was very accurate. This is what I wrote down. Early in the game, Teddy's pass interference throw on opening drive, really impressive. It was an incompletion, but he threw it 20 minutes early. (laughs) That's the only good note I have about Teddy is that an incompletion was impressive. Yeah, and I say that I had the the bird's eye view because I saw him throw that ball before the receiver even broke for his route and he didn't come down with it. But I was like, shit, that's nice. Um. Then I said, fourth and one call, garbage. So the Broncos go for it on fourth down. They uh, threw an interception there. Uh, I don't think they gave up any points after that, so it really didn't matter. But again, you had Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams running very well up until that point on fourth and one. Don't even think they did a play action there. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Again, I was at the game. I missed a lot, but thought that sucked. (laughs) I missed a lot. I was watching the game. Um, There's a play where Teddy uh, avoided some pressure. He was scrambling in the pocket, gets away from pressure, and then has nowhere to go with the football. You know why that happened, Will? Because the receivers gave up on the play. They just fucking gave up. 
they thought he was going to get sacked. They stopped trying to get open. They stopped running. And when Teddy broke free, there was nobody. Uh, good teams don't do that. Cortland Sutton, too many opportunities to make plays. Didn't capitalize on any of them. Uh, number 87 on the Raiders. Yeah, Fabian Moreau. Nice guy. Or is it Foster Moreau? It's it's F Moreau. It's, it's Foster. Foster, I okay. think. Nice, very nice guy. There was a play where Melvin Gordon almost slipped on the sidelines, and yeah. uh, he tried to catch him, put his hand up to 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 hold him up. I was okay. like, hey, you don't okay. have to do that for the opposing team on your own sideline. But uh, I noticed it. Uh, Alexander Johnson got hurt. Uh, I don't know the severity, but it looked like it happened when he gave up that long touchdown pass to Kenyon Drake. Yes, it did. Uh, 82 passing yards for the Broncos at halftime. Mm. They had like 60 rushing yards, so you'd be happy about that. But 82 or 80 passing yards, that's the real problem. This team has no threats. There's not a single consistent unit that opposing teams have to worry about. And if your offense can only muster 82 passing yards in the first half, and that's like not new, they struggle all the time. So your run game, not really a threat. Your passing game's not a threat. Your offensive line's not dominating anybody. You don't have a vicious pass rush. Your secondary is just giving up too many plays. Your interior linebackers had been pretty good. But there's not a single unit where you're like, we got to stay away from this. If we can control the Broncos passing game, you know, we got a chance to beat them. If we can just stop that, like nothing. They can't beat you in any ways, <laughs> it feels like. No, no. It, it, it was supposed to be, you know, this was such a good team on paper. On paper. And it's not like, it doesn't feel like it's a team that's like loaded with talent. Like people say, it feels like a team that's like just loaded with big names. Yeah. Because you got the most expensive secondary in football who can't, you know, can't cover anybody the last three weeks. They've literally been able to, you know, they're getting torched by Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards and Deontay Johnson and Clay, uh, Chase Claypool and all these guys. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, you know, the acquisition to pick up Kyle Fuller didn't work. Patrick Sertan has been a little up and down, uh, mostly good. And then, the safeties have been bad. Yeah. Jensen Simmons has been bad. Yeah. Okay. Nobody wants to say it, but he's kind of played like shit. He, yeah, he hasn't played he gave, well. Up, he gave up that long touchdown to Ruggs, he and Darby. Yeah, Darby had a rough day in his first day back. Um, probably one of those situations where Darby played a lot more than he maybe should have, where like I don't want to put it all on Darby yet because we've seen such a limited sample size. It seems like this kind of game, you try to ease him back in, and he just probably had to play more than he should have. Um, I guess there was some sort of argument between Simmons and some of the Broncos coaches on the sideline or something. Um, at least that's what they're saying on the radio on my drive home. <clears throat> they give you all the juicy gossip, you know? Yeah, we didn't we didn't see that on TV. Right? So if We did. I missed it. Yeah. So there's definitely a disconnect there. I don't know if it's between the players and the coaches or, you know, I don't know enough about football to point out exactly who's to blame. But we're running out of like the singular scapegoats, okay? So we had Albert <laughs> O we could point at in the Steelers game. Yeah. Which was, you know, easy and uh, not fun, but it was easy. Then we went, uh, I went full in on Shermer last week. Mm-hmm. Now there's too many. There's just too many. Like, yeah, big, you have to pick only guy you can't blame, Javante Kendall Williams. Hinton. Kendall Hinton had a nice game. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he caught some nice uh, garbage time passes. I'm I'm happy for him. Yeah. No, it, it really got to the point where I was like trying to make a list in my head of guys who are like, oh, this guy actually cares. Like, this guy's trying hard. And I would actually, you know, I would include Teddy Bridgewater on that list because he didn't play very well, uh, but he did get hit 17 times. Yeah, like Teddy cares. <clears throat> it looked like it. And to the point where, like, I think his status for Thursday might be in 
in jeopardy. You might be looking at Case Keenum versus Drew Locke on Thursday night. No, no, you go Brett Rippin. It's time Brett to Rippin? start the Brett Rippin era, Brett, Will. Grip it and rip it? Grip, he grip is it? undefeated on Thursday nights. He's the only guy who can save us, I think, this season. <laughs> Maybe so. Basically, we have to put together a team that looks appealing enough for Aaron Rodgers this offseason. Not going well, well so far. <laughs> Not going well. It started out great. And yeah, I, I enjoyed the three wins. Or do you appeal to Aaron Rodgers' ego by looking like you're a really bad team and telling mm. him, Aaron, only, only you can fix this? I do like that. You have to save us. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know how to lure Rodgers here. That's how that's how I'm gonna spin this season so far. That's above my pay grade, Will. <laughs> how do we get uh, Aaron Rodgers? That's what that's the issue. It's two games in October now. Two or three. Three games. Third game yeah. in October. Halfway through October. And I'm already thinking about the damn draft. I'm thinking <laughs> about the draft, thinking about Aaron Rodgers. Like, what quarterbacks can we get? All of this, you know, off-season shit. That yeah, it's frankly, it's just yeah, it's uh, it's come too early. Starting to look at you know, watch college games, thinking about prospects, stuff Carson I Strong, not Denver, at. baby. You said his but idols, Peyton Manning. It's per- It's a perfect fit. It's a perfect man. fit. I retweeted that shit. Here's here's Get what we here. want. We want a number twelve quarterback. Either way, next season. Is that how we break the curse? I think so. <laughs> we have to get the 12. Paxton. Damn. Oh, yeah. was Paxton 12? Paxton was 12. A wow. disgrace to the, the best quarterback number in NFL history. Um, Robbie, to answer your question, what's the biggest game you've seen live? Uh, it was the Broncos Sunday night win over the Patriots 2015. Overtime on the way to the Super Bowl. Trade Vaughn. Nah, I don't think Vaughn's so much the problem, but depends on what you could get for him. And honestly, I want to see Vaughn retire Bronco. Like, he might, <clears throat> he played really well early on. Maybe he's not getting the sack production, but I think uh, he's a good spokesman for the team. Uh, yeah, people have been talking about trading Vaughn Miller since like 2017. And oh, like, it's not going to happen. Yeah, we got Donald Trump in here. Uh, Mr. President. Thank you for the $10, uh, Donald. Feels Firing like you could have made more. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you could <laughs> give me more, Donald. Maybe not because you didn't take a salary as a president. So That's true. Could be yeah. a little tight on cash. Firing Rich and hiring Shermer after the hopeful ending to the 2019 season and repeating the Keenum Flacco move with Teddy. Set us back five years. Locke should have been the starter since week one. I mean, no, I mean, nothing sets a team back five years. No, not in the NFL. Like, drafting Josh days. Rosen didn't set back the Cardinals five years. Yeah. Drafting Josh Rosen and then, you know, hiring Steve Wilkes set them back one year. I think yeah. if you make the right decisions, you can get out of anything. <clears throat> yeah, you just have to. You have to have the front office in place to know when to, uh, you know, pull the, pull the plug. Do some turnover. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be aggressive. You got to be aggressive when you pull the plug. Um, you cannot, you know, give in to the sunk cost fallacy. Like, oh, I'm already invested. I know this guy sucks, but I already poured a year into him, so I got to see it through. No, you don't have to do that. Yeah. You don't have to do that. The Rich Gangarello thing, um, it didn't make sense at the time to me. It felt surprising. Um, I thought he was picking up momentum and had some good chemistry, I thought, with Drew Locke and – Obviously, like if they had replaced him with someone better, then um, you know it'd be one thing. But they got rid of a young offensive coordinator who may or may not have been very good, and uh, found someone who was you know, just as bad. Yeah, it's like the team is uh, scared to take any fucking like real risks. Um, not starting Drew Locke was a uh, scared to take a risk. Hiring Pat Shermer was scared to take a risk. Like nobody's ever been like, like the wrong risk, though, right? 
Yeah, well, they're they're doing the safe play. Like, you know, this guy's not going to lose us any games. Like, he's got all this NFL experience calling plays. Like, I'd that's like their to know approach. who is losing the games then. Yeah. It's – like, I, get, I, I actually get why they hired Shermer. Like, watching his press conference last week, he just seems like a likable guy. Um, I'm sure he is. Doesn't seem like he didn't do do anything to sell me on him being a good offensive coordinator. But I felt bad making fun of him when I watched him talk. <laughs> I felt bad, you know, just because I was like, oh, man, I'm going to use this for an episode where I just. Uh, I mean, if you, if you ever like feel too bad and it's like that's natural because these are human beings with emotions. Yeah. And, you know, family. Personally, but, but if you ever like feel too bad, just, you know, Google their net worth. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. He's had what, like three coaching. Job stints or whatever yeah the o-line's not good o-line is bad maybe never, but yeah you still need here's my hot take because you say never mind the qbs we need no line how about how about both yeah it gives both damn it's good both that's my take i agree with that take will thank you um another take i always agree with is taking a chance with DraftKings Sportsbook. NFL fans hungry for a big win this week? Damn right we are. We were hungry for it. I thought it could happen. <laughs> Still hungry. I was like, oh, it's the Raiders. It's going to be a weird week. It's going to be a close game, but I think the Broncos can pull it out. Nope. Nope. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken, dinner. It's that simple. And I did have chicken for dinner, although it was uh, chicken tikka masala and uh, some shrimp vindaloo. Oh, man. Indian food. Very underrated. DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, they might serve Indian food somewhere. Probably. Uh, but you're, the, the customers can also get skin in the game with same game parlays. I uh, wouldn't recommend doing any betting on the Broncos right now. Uh, they are the opposite of DraftKings, which is safe, secure, and reliable. <laughs> you bet on the Broncos, I don't guarantee you'll deposit or withdraw your money. I feel like that's going to go to the house. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. Just bet $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets if they win. You win with promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner at the NFL. Got to be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Um, we got some super chats coming in, Will. Excellent. Record predictions from Tabolderado. Tabolderado. Will there be a better option than Justin Fields was? Ooh. If not, this season seems like a huge waste of time. <laughs> it's starting to feel like a waste of time. Yeah, no, you're right there. You're right there. Uh, I mean, Justin Fields is, um, I, you know, I wasn't a huge fan of him. So this is a little confirmation bias, but it hasn't looked very good so far. I think he's thrown like one touchdown pass in three or four games now. Yeah, Fields kind of sitting in the same situation. Yeah, like if you want to make that argument, I'd I'd take that argument with uh, Mac Jones a little more seriously at this point. Yeah, I mean, he's playing the way we thought Teddy would be playing every week. I mean, kind of the same, actually. They they're playing very similar. I don't want to. It's like it's not a knock on Teddy. He's just never. He's been a he's guy. not going to like carry you out of a bad situation yeah. ever. Which is yeah. uh, that's fine because you expected the situation to be really good in terms of the roster, and it just hasn't been. And you're finding out that like he's not the guy that's going to lift all boats, which is never who he's been. He's not going to sc- score a touchdown and then scream at the crowd, "I own you!" Still, like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, today. it'd be weird if he did that to the home crowd. To be fair, losing. <laughs> yeah, I own you. <laughs> Um, that's the player I'd want to be. <laughs> that's the problem is like it kind of worried me because Aaron Rodgers has to consider like if I go to Denver, I won't be able to play Chicago. Yeah, no shit. I got to go play the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Chiefs who look like they can win on most weeks. 
Yeah. Um. Yeah, the, and, and Teddy takes his his shots. He takes his chances. And here's the thing with bad teams: those chances just don't turn into touchdowns. It's either he doesn't throw a perfect ball, or the guy drops it, or in a fifty-fifty ball situation, receiver doesn't come down with it. Like there's an underthrown ball to Cortland Sutton in this game, where Sutton goes back to to get it and just can't come down with it. Yeah, just it bounced right off of his chest. Yeah, hit him like, square in the chest. There's another uh, another play where I thought a guy should have caught it, but the Raider made like a really nice defensive play. I can't remember which one that was, but like when Cortland Sutton was in training camp, they're like, this dude is an 80-20 receiver. 80-20 jump ball dude, not 50-50. This guy's 80-20. You know, like that was a narrative to hype up fans, right? And uh, And don't get me wrong. We've seen Cortland Sutton be very good at times. But in games like this, when we the Broncos needed a play, it just didn't happen. It's just a product of a bad team. Like the shit never goes your way. And you're just left nitpicking all this little shit every fucking week after week after week. And maybe I'm a little bit more bitter because I went to the game today. I don't know if you guys knew that. I don't know if you saw me tweet about uh, how I was at the game like every five minutes. But I was there and I was thinking – if this wasn't my job, I'd be so pissed off as a fan right now. Uh, I got free tickets into the game, and I got f- as basically as high as you can be in the stadium, the shittiest tickets. And the game day took me there, the other YouTube channel I work with, and the guy's like, these were by far the most expensive tickets that we've had to purchase this season. And he was like, and we sat 11 rows back at the like Texans game or whatever we were just at a week or two ago. So if you're going to a game and then you're getting price gouged and you're not even having fun watching it, like that's the real problem. You can lose some games like the Chargers lost today. They look like crap, but nobody is down because they think this offense can hang with most teams any week. And the Broncos do not have an offense to do that for whatever reason it is. And they haven't for so long now that it's really just getting annoying. Like, I don't look, I like into the second quarter, I'm like, I'm not looking forward to any more of this game because I know how it's going to shake out. <laughs> it's got the Steelers game written all over it again. They're going to get far enough yeah. behind where they're going to score a little bit late. And you'll be like, oh, maybe they're going to, and then they're not going to come back the way it goes i know i went off on a tangent there i'm venting my personal anguish today a good a good tangent yeah i I mean i I get your point it's just not a not a worthwhile experience if you're not you know if you're not using it to stay employed let me put it this way yeah if um i didn't have to like live stream the broncos uh, browns game coming up thursday i mean i don't i can do whatever the fuck i want but i want to because I want to make money and uh, yeah. also I don't want to let the people down. Well, I don't want to let them down, but let's say like I wasn't doing this YouTube thing. I might decide to go out to dinner on Thursday night oh, with shit. my wife, you know, and maybe the, crazy. maybe the restaurant has a TV and I can watch some of the game. Maybe it doesn't. I'm not going to go to a sports bar where I'm guaranteed a good viewing experience. Like, that's just how I feel about watching this team play football right now. And it's sad because I think technically the Broncos right now at three and three are the still the seventh seed. They would be in the playoffs if it ended today. Yeah. We should just like forfeit that spot to a different no, no, no. Somebody else take it. Give it to the Browns. Yeah, no, here you go, Cleveland. You you get this. You you played you've played hard. You've played hard. Although um, they could beat Cleveland th- Thursday because all of the Browns are injured right now. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, they could have beaten Oakland or Las Vegas because they, they don't should. have a head coach. Fair enough. So, you know, I, I don't know who they can beat right now. It feels like Jacksonville, if they got another shot, would probably beat them at this point. Ooh, um, yeah. My kind of to your point, I was watching the Broncos game and they kept cutting away to game breaks from the New England-Dallas game. And I was like, damn, I wish I was watching this game instead. <laughs> it's like the game of the yeah. year. And we're stuck watching the fucking Broncos-Raiders. 
Yeah, dude, I was leaving the stadium and I left early. Um, as soon as the Raiders kicked that, like, I wanted, I actually wanted to leave even earlier than that. But as soon as I kicked the field goal, and it was definitely, definitely, definitely over. I was walking through the parking lot and I started like checking Twitter and I just mm-hmm. saw like all the excitement about the the Cowboys uh, Patriots game. Yeah. Like I just saw all these like obscure tweets from like football people I follow and nobody was like at the time tweeting like a video or they're just saying like, oh my God, this game, this game is out of control. And I had no idea what game they were talking about. And I was just sad that I wasn't watching that game or I wasn't at home where I could at least see what's going on. I was like, man, I wish I was just at home right now watching this shit because I felt like I wasted my time being at the game instead of working, instead of working on tomorrow's episode, instead of figuring, because I'm not going to recap this Broncos game, but at least I was was at home. I could have spent the second half writing about how miserable I was. (laughs) I I think that's fair. Uh, I think we skipped over someone's super chat. The Ben Albright one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Zach Allen Staniland. Staniland. Sounds like a pretty nice uh, M&M-themed amusement park. Payne, Albright just tweeted, from personal conversations, the staff is losing the team. Sounds about right. Um, If that's the case, you just have to fire them. All of the staff. Fire. I don't care if it's the training staff. I don't care if it's like the secretary. Bye-bye. Give the staff staff infections. Yeah. So they can't coach. Yeah, the staff infection locker room cancer. Do co- what do coaches even do? Head coaches even do on game day, Will? Um, <laughs> Raiders got to win without one today. Dream I mean, about like, Olive Garden, probably. The Cardinals win with Vance Joseph filling in. Uh, we all know he can't coach. <laughs> Um, Kevin Stefanski wasn't able to attend the Browns playoff win against the Steelers last year because of COVID. Yeah. Browns won. What the dude is a head coaching. You just got to know when to use your timeouts and when to challenge plays, which the Broncos clearly don't. That was another issue. Those red flags were just burning a hole in his pocket. He had to use them on something. God, you don't get to take him him to challenge that shit. They don't. I don't think they have a line of communication uh, in like the coach's box and the sideline. I really don't think they do. I think that headset um, goes to like a drive-through Arby's somewhere. Yeah, Vic's like I forgot to turn it on. Yeah, like oh, me with I Dave Damashek. I thought the red light meant it was on, and the green light meant to go. Like go put this away because it's not working anymore. Yeah, I mean that's just that's just logic. I, I think we skipped um, Donald Trump's super super chat as well. Oh, thanks, Mr. Mr. President Trump. Uh, two peas. Uh, uh, yeah, that Fant touchdown in the stadium couldn't tell whether it was a catch or a touchdown or not. When he first caught it, I was like, "There's no way that's a touchdown." It's pretty obvious. And then, so I asked everybody on Twitter, I was like, what what actually happened there? Because the fucking replay was too, like, they tried to zoom in on it, and the jumbotrons, you just couldn't see. I'm like, I don't know. All right, Donald Trump, at the end of the day, the last time we looked like an NFL offense was, yeah, since Peyton Manning left, was under uh, Rich Locke. Skangarello, Drew Locke. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah for, a couple games, for a couple games, for sure. I don't know if like your OC actually fixes all these problems. It'd be nice if you believed in your offensive coordinator. Your players got to – like the guys got to make plays too. Javante Williams can't be the only player turning nothing into something. Sometimes as a receiver, you got to take a routine catch and turn it into a 40- or 50-yard game. Um, yeah, yeah, no, the Raiders kind of proved that. Like Henry Ruggs made um, a couple tight window catches on the touchdown and on that deep ball later. Brian Edwards had a contested catch, caught with one hand, ran for 51 yards. Yeah. Like you, you have to mix in the routine and um, the kind of, you know, run of the mill plays with the spectacular. 
It would also really help if opposing secondaries would sometimes just forget to cover our receivers. Like, yeah, like why? Does, why does anybody ever like slip? Why aren't Maybe Why aren't there safety or position or something? Yeah, Maybe the groundskeeper needs to be worse at his job. Do I think Locke should stop? I'd put Locke in. Like, yeah, who the f- again? It's the fuck not. Like, <laughs> maybe. maybe he shows you something, and I would put Brett Rippin in. I'm not kidding. I would put Brett Rippin in next. He's the last unknown you have at quarterback, and if he plays good, good enough, maybe he's a trade piece for you, or maybe he's good enough where you're like uh Aaron Rodgers see what we did with Brett Rippon I would just make Brett Rippon the head coach right now <laughs> or at least offensive coordinator should Brett Rippon be head coach I mean and OC do a poll on, on we'd a, ruin uh, any QB we drafted we are the new Browns sort of we sort of yeah, are fair, right now. fair enough yeah I mean uh, that is the one argument uh, you know you could talk me into saying Carson Strong needs to go somewhere else as someone who, who's a big fan yeah um, well the it's going to be a whole new. Where he can spread his wings. Yeah, it's going to be a whole new coaching staff next year. So that might not be true anymore. The Broncos may be a destination, like, and it's getting tough to believe. Like, just a new head coach can change things for you, but you see it every year in the NFL, just with other teams. Like, the new staff comes in. Yeah, and maybe it's not like a a one eighty right away, but um, maybe I like think, uh, what's a ninety. Just, or maybe 90. like a 120. Maybe do like a 130, 120. Yeah. I'd, 110. I'd be happy. Yeah. Basically, if it were a skateboard trick, it wouldn't be enough for uh, to qualify as uh, an actual completion of a trick. No, no, but you're you go right 90 block. instead of 180. Mm-mm. You got to keep working on hitting that pop, son. Yeah. You go 270 instead of 360. Come on. You had not a 90. That's just like, that's just turning. Yeah. That's just taking a left turn. You do a 600 on a half pipe, you're going to eat shit. Yeah. And you're probably going to smash your face. Uh, David, nice seeing you today. Oh, David, nice seeing you. Keep up the good work. I will. Fire Fangio Shermer. <laughs> yeah, dude, I met a ton of people today. It was really cool. The That's atmosphere awesome. was nice. It had been a while. I kind of missed it. Raiders fans at the tailgate were pretty cool. One guy said Broncos fans were the classiest in the biz. Uh, said they hitched a ride from the airport and it was a Broncos fan that or Uber to ride or something. He said hitch, but then later he was really drunk. And then later it sounded like it was just his Uber driver was a Broncos fan and said he was super nice. And uh, then the game started and then people started getting a little angry. Oh, I man. almost, I almost went on. I almost talked some shit to a guy. Will go elaborate. What happened there? Oh my god! I think it might have been a Broncos fan too. That's what happens. It's weird. Like all these games, you see fights in the stands, <laughs> and it's always friendly fire. Yeah. So we were. It was halftime, and I was helping the game day. In addition to getting my own shit. And so we went out and concessions, you know, is just a shit show at halftime, right? You can't, it's, there's just people everywhere. There's no good place to walk. So I'm following the two people I'm with. And there's like these long lines at the concessions and kind of like a natural, uh, like a Moses parting of the, the sea. There's like a little pathway through the middle of the line. Mm-hmm. And the two people go in front of me, and for whatever reason, the dude in line decides to stop me, step up to me, and go, this is the line for the food into the lines back there. I go, I'm not I'm not going the end of the line. I'm just trying to get through. He goes, it's back there. And I just, like, shoved my way through him. But I, like, I don't like confrontation. I don't know if I was really going to say something. But I was definitely walking away from this guy going, I should say something to this fucker. I should say something very mean. Because I know there's at least two people close by that just uh, are fans of my show. And if I get mm-hmm. into it, they're going to have my back. One of those oh, guys was a Raiders you, fan. If you had to fight at a game, people would, you know, there'd be at least like five people within the 
you know, a few like a radius of 10 feet who would recognize you and they would come to your defense. No, nah, they would just pull out their phone and go, look at this YouTube clown getting his ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. That's the uh, that's the other alternative. Um, but like, why did this guy single me out? Like, I'm like, dude, I'm going to walk through the fucking middle of the line because what, that's where people what did, are walking right now. What did he look like? Like, if you had to say something mean to him, what would you have said? Oh, I was just going to be like, hey, you dumb piece of poopy. Hey, you yeah. dumb poop head. I was just gonna, I would have told him to fuck off and understand how hey, jerk. <laughs> lines work at a football game. Um, and then like two yeah, minutes later, football. I saw like this big Broncos fan, like this dude was huge and the Broncos were getting their ass kicked and this Raiders fan walked by him just minding his own business. And the dude just started like talking crap to him. He's like, he's like, Second half, you watch. We're coming back. Take that stupid chain off that big oversized stupid chain off your neck. You just was, and there's like this Raiders fan and his girlfriend walking by. They're like, what? Like, oh my god! Like, why are you doing that? It's so annoying. How do you have the confidence to do that when your team's getting their ass kicked? And don't get me wrong, Raiders fans were chirpy. You know what I mean? Like, but that's like part of the fun. You're allowed to do that when it's like constantly. Team- is playing well. Yeah. Like you want a little bit of taunting. You don't want, yeah. um, you know, you don't want to be a dickhead, but like, well, back and forth is good. My thing is like, if your team's ahead, you should be happy and you should just be kind of satisfied and pleased with yourself. And if your yeah. team's behind, you shouldn't talk shit. Yeah. My, and you know, it's like 99% of the people are all cool. And then you just run in some drunk idiots that don't understand lines and yeah. make fun of other players. Our people <laughs> like for no reason. Um, but then at the very like towards the end of the game, the Raiders fans were doing their Raiders. Yeah, they like just word. do it forever. And one dude had like a very creative chant, an octave in his voice that was just piercing, and uh, that bothered me. And not and not because like he was happy his team was winning it was because the pitch of his voice was physically hurting my ear <laughs> I was like, I don't at like least this. like the jets have the j j e t s jets jets, jets. Yeah. the raiders like go to is just raiders, raiders. It's like the it's, warriors that's like the yeah. warriors warriors but at least they have like to come out and play come out to play yay i've used that clip so many times in the show <laughs> Various points. Uh Broncos should trade for Minshew. Yes. God damn. Yes. You may not win. Wrong. You will win. We'll win all of the games. Yeah. Here's the difference. Okay. The the Raiders showed up and played like um there's a lot of season left and this game mattered, and the Broncos didn't. And both these teams were in the exact situation where they went three and oh, they lost two games badly. Um at least the Raiders lost to the, you know, last week to the Bears badly. And one team had to show that they had something in them. One team had to show that they were worthy of going past the criticism. Like the yeah. Broncos' own knock was they hadn't beaten anybody. And that's fair. Like we were never saying they, they'd beat good teams, but they had to win this game to get fans to believe they could do anything with this season. And the Raiders through three games, you started to go, oh, this there there might be something here for this team. Like they're they've got a pass rush now. Um, they're getting decent play out of their secondary. Derek Carr's been great. They can throw the ball. Uh, you know they're struggling to run early. Uh, they kind of kind of ran on the Broncos when they needed to. Figured that out when uh, Alexander Johnson went out. They just ran right at uh, Micah Kaiser, and that worked. Yeah. Kenyon Drake. Um, he had quite the game. That 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 wheel route to Kenyon Drake is one of the better throws I've seen this season. Yeah. Carr made a few really good throws. It turns out he's, he's actually really good, especially he's when right. he plays Denver. He's I. But yeah, like, and that's like, I think Raiders fans super pumped. Like, okay, we don't, we don't need Gruden. <laughs> we'll see how they do. Uh, we oh, with a week of rich uh, salmonella, bar- rich 
Barbarella. Barcarella. Yeah. Barsaccia. Barici. Barista. Because uh, we did talk about the unexplained boosts, boosts teams get when their head coach is fired. That is real. No yeah, we've never seen like a head coach getting canceled. No, dude. and that was my fear. Most coaches get fired because their team's horrible. The Raiders head coach had to leave for <laughs> different reasons. And yeah, it wasn't because the team was bad. Team. He was, That's a good point. That's a really good point. He was possibly going to have <laughs> the best season since his return. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's true. I think getting worked by the Bears was a result of all of that shit coming out Friday before the game, too, partly. Um, and if what Albright says, if <laughs> the players aren't buying into the coaches, uh, that's a real problem. No, you're right. I mean, you think about it. Nothing's going to happen this week. Nothing's going to happen this week because they have a short week and they're going on the road. But you got the the mini buy coming up after Cleveland. If you don't beat a Cleveland team that has possibly Case Keenum and, and a third string running back starting for them. Oh man, how bad will it sting if Case Keenum beats us? Oh Jesus. Yeah, because Baker's I don't hurt. want to think about it. Yeah, don't. Baker's hurt. Nick Chubb didn't play. He might be ready. I'm not sure his injury. Kareem Hunt gets hurt in this game. They were missing both of their tackles uh heading into this game. Odell Beckham looked like he hurt his shoulder again. Uh, you won't have any excuses. So, Hammy goes ham, says, Perna, you missed your chance. I pulled my pants up finally. What does that mean? But I feel like we need a whole new coaching staff and definitely work. Oh, yeah, totally agree. And I think the Broncos will have a new coaching staff. Uh, George Payton will be making those decisions this offseason. I don't think anybody's going to get fired during the season. Um, you know, sure unless, unless sure Peyton, yeah, Peyton has to believe if they make a firing now, it can save their season. Like that's the only reason you do it. Well, that, there's a case to be made for that. Even if you're three and four and um, you're a game or two out of the division. Yeah, no. The, like, no one of us think they're going to come back, but it's your okay. job as Here's a the question, manager then. to, you know, assume you can do Who it. Who do you fire? Like, sure. We've been, like he's, that's just the easy answer. It's the easy answer. I don't even know if it's the right answer. What if you make Shermer head coach and then you bring in – you've got – well, you've got to have an you offensive coordinator somewhere. you got to have an unemployed offensive coordinator somewhere. No, you just promote Mike Shula. Oh yeah, he's got he's got head coaching and OC experience. Hmm. It's pretty simple. It's also like it's. I think it's gonna happen. You I think really somebody's do. gonna get fired before they? Yeah, because Vic's gotta like. He's gotta save face a little bit, like to save his own job. He's probably gotta fire someone, and see I'm if he can turn down. it around. Interesting. Otherwise, he's gone too. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking they would fire uh, Fangio before they'd fire Shermer at this point. I might try both. <laughs> fire them both. I'm not a fan of your. Company. Oh, this is this is what Likewise. I do. Likewise, this is what I do. This is what I do. I fire them both too. Or I ask Fangio if he just wants to see. But I, if like if I don't even know if the D if the defensive players believe in him at this point. No, I don't like the, everybody wanted him to like step down and become defensive coordinator, which will never happen. But the defense he's been coordinating has uh, not been good the last three weeks. No. And given, I think the Ravens are showing they're a pretty good team right now. Yeah, uh, that's the only, only AFC West team they couldn't beat was the fucking Raiders. Uh, think about that. Um, okay, this is what I do though. I fire Fangio. I fire Shermer. Okay. I also fire Tom McMahon. Yeah. I bring back Brock Olivo just for the shits and giggles. But then I move Mike Munchak to head coach, and then you put Shule in at OC. This is mid season. Right now, I do this tomorrow. Okay. Why not? I tonight? say, Mike, you want us to step up and be interim head coach? Boom, Munchak. 
I think um, Shula, you want like to DLC? It. I like it. I like it. I think you should have just snuck up behind um, Vic Fangio, took the headset right off of him, slipped it on Mike Shanahan's newly white hair, and and just let him go to town. Let him go to town on the Raiders. I think we win that game if we do that. Yeah. He's just like bootleg, bootleg, bootleg. It's open. No, they, they actually ran bootlegs. one with Teddy. And um, <clears throat> I think it was a bootleg. He rolled out to the right, and he had two receivers like this running. Yeah. Neither one was open. Both covered. <laughs> and Incredible. there were no other options for Teddy, so he tried to run. And then he was immediately tackled by three defenders. So I know, yeah, I can I can picture. And I was thinking during the game, I was like, I wonder, like, because we used to see that play a lot, and I was trying to remember, like, if they're doing that with Plummer, is there a third option there to throw to, or is that sometimes you just design it with those two, and if it's not there, you throw it away or or you run. I was like trying to wonder how maybe a better play caller sets that play up to be successful. But I don't know. Yeah, usually you have like a short guy, a medium range guy, and then a deep guy on those. Yeah. There's two guys kind of running a little bit deep. It was close to the red zone, but there's just two guys kind of offset. That's why you need a fullback because the fullback is the is the short guy. Yeah, there, it needed an underneath route, and nobody was there to pick it up. I think we fixed the problem. All these problems go away. If you sign a good fullback tomorrow, Jano, baby. Yeah, why not? Get Jano back. Jano revenge game on Thursday. How good are the Cleveland running backs? Great. Why? Jano. There you go. Fire Shermer and bring in Peyton, baby. Safe and sane. I think Peyton's got a pretty good job right now. I like the idea. But if Peyton was like, I want to be the offensive coordinator for the Broncos, we'd say yes. I would accept. Thomas Woolday. This might happen Thursday night slash Friday morning. Albright said they are losing the locker in a tweet. Blow it up, I think. Oh, firings. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Let me tell you, if coaches get fired, my views go up. (laughs) That's true. That's true. I mean, the fact that it's like, if it's true and it's leaking out there. Yeah. It's a bad sign. Yeah. Really bad sign. All right, last super chat, then we'll wrap this up. Broncos made a mistake focusing on defense in the offseason. We haven't had any big five talent, any big talent for five years. Say fire Donatel. He actually has talent. <laughs> Again, we don't know what Donatel really does. No. And that's like that's not a knock on Ed Donatel. That's not no. like us trying to be mean to him. It's just it we all assume Big Fangio is calling all the defensive plays. So in this situation, like, what is Donatel's role, actually? I'm sure there are plenty of Broncos media members who could tell you. Not uh, us. We're not media members. You know, we just guess sometimes. Oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah. Give me Spencer Rattler's backup. Caleb Williams, is that his name? Yeah, Caleb Williams. Uh, I think Spencer Rattler is now Caleb Williams' backup. Yeah. That's how that goes. Caleb started this today, right, or yesterday. Yeah, he did. And he kind of balled out again. No, he's he's definitely very good. I think he will be a first-round quarterback in two years. Is he a freshman? Yeah. So you can't. Man. <laughs> Imagine going, like, yeah. being a freshman and then just going into a school like that and playing really well. That dude is, he's on top of the world right now. Truly is good. He also paints his fingernails, so John Gruden would never have drafted him. Oh, um, but yeah, I like what I see out of him. So if we're gearing up for the 2024 draft right now, we should probably start preparing. So Caleb Williams, number one on on my official 2024 big board. Boom. Oh, I was gonna say the Javante Williams hurdle. Oh, that was nice. Woke up the entire stadium. I bet. It like 
you need more guys than Javante doing that. That was my point from earlier. Um, other note I took, does Shermer know how to set up plays for later in the game? No. No, no. He He's like a dog. He does not have the power of abstract thought. <laughs> only the here and now. Yeah, that's another thing really good coaches do is sometimes they'll run plays that are not super successful because they're trying to get a look at how the defense responds to it so they can run a play that looks like they're going to run that play later and do something a little different and turn it into a home run. Uh, I forget at what point in the game I thought about that. As you can see, I had a lot of time to think about things (laughs) during the game because every time I looked up, it was just bad news. So, <sighs> tough day. This, tough day at the ballpark. This was the most depressing episode of the season so far. Because oh, I, think, I think it just feels like the season's over. That's why. And it's October again. <laughs> awesome. Like all we said is like we want to be competitive come December. Yeah. That's all we asked. It can still happen. There's an extra game. All of uh, the other AFC West teams could lose all of their players in uh, plane crashes, but you know, yeah, we I don't see that happening. Usually we do not endorse. I don't wish that that as an outcome. Yeah. We don't endorse. I don't want that. Like it, just because I say something could happen doesn't mean I want it to happen. Yeah. I mean, the sky could fall down right now. And let's be honest. If that happened, we all know Mahomes would survive anyway. Yeah, he would. And then in the wreckage, his brother would make a really cringy TikTok. And oh. his mom would tweet at the airline. And um, his his wife would just uh, be generally annoying. Uh, Richard, I missed it, my friend. Mr. Cheese, I'm sorry. Richard Cheese, where did it go? Sorry, Richard. You're here every week. I'm trying to find it. Sometimes if I miss it, they disappear. Good thing Spencer has a roster spot so he can get the ball out to the 18 every time he takes it. <laughs> this one feels run. like more of a blocking thing to me. But yeah. They definitely the Raiders definitely figured out do not kick it out of the end zone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I were a team playing the Broncos, I would try to make them do special team shit too. <laughs> Except for McManus. Should the Broncos trade for Baker Mayfield now? I found it, Richard Cheese. Totally serious. He's tough and can run the offense they want to run without being Teddy. Okay, let's not call Teddy toilet water. It is Teddy holy water. Even in a loss, I still love Teddy. Uh, Baker. I don't think the Broncos want to run the offense Baker can run. I think uh, I think you're trying to take a bigger swing than Baker. If you yeah, when, when has Pat Trimmer ever successfully use the run to set up the pass <laughs> <laughs> never uh, anyway thank you guys for listening loathing this game with us uh, sorry if my energy is a little low it was a long day appreciate everybody I saw at the game uh, really was a nice ego stroke for myself <laughs> god did it feel good being recognized over and over and over again? People giving me free drinks. Uh, Damn, I got to make it out to one of these games now. I invented the TGS lean. Going to make that that stick. Got this free hat. And then the Broncos ruined it all. Free hat. It's a great South Park episode. Weird that I've never ruined anything for the Broncos. Hmm. Noah, is it time for me or no? Oh, this is Justin. No, yeah, no fan, not a great blocker. That's no, they should stop making him do that. Yeah, just that's focus on catching great. the ball, which he's better yeah. at. All right, thank you guys for listening. We went long. I'm sorry. Uh, I thought I would be brief, but I was not. Will is on Twitter at Guillermo Yaves. Give him a follow. And Benchwarmer Brew at Benchwarmer Brew on Twitter. Uh, Will's probably got some tweets that I missed from there today. So check it out. Good night. Good luck. Sure. John only played with one ACL. NFL fans, are you hungry for a big win this week? 
If your team's playing poorly, I bet you really are. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered even when your team doesn't. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, it's that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Those are fun. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more you can win. DraftKings is also safe, secure, and reliable. Even when your favorite team is none of those things. None. Why is it safe, secure, and reliable? Well, you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR and bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win. With promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. you got to be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.